Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review. Wherever you get your podcast, I am Anthony Dotry, joined on this emergency podcast by uh, Sean DeBoz, Shane Diefenbach. Guys, let me let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. You're joined by the shell of Sean DePaz. I have left are, my body. Brother. Only my physical are, form. What are we doing? Oh, that's a great question, Shane. We are going live because there is a report um, out now confirmed by multiple, multiple outlets uh, that Arizona State softball coach Trisha Ford will be leaving to become the next softball coach at Texas A&M. Boys, uh, I, I'm at a loss for words. Uh, so this this is just so remember how like like a week ago I was like all those people saying always, always something, something university, university need to shut up. I just don't care anymore until <laughs> the problem is pulled up and uprooted out of ASU. And I think we all know who we're talking about because this is based on one thing and one thing only, and that's getting a raise. And that's getting yeah. more money, and that's playing yeah. in a better conference, and that's and that's it's based on a better program. It's based on more heritage, and ASU just doesn't have that, and it's clear they don't have it, and and it's not going to change until something up top changes. Because if if you're going to sit here and try to tell me that this isn't based on, if this is just based on her wanting to go to a different school, I'm going to tell you you're lying because it's not true. It's, it's not it, true. It be, well, it, it could be because you want to leave ASU. It's not because you want to go to a different school because you think you can prosper there. No, it's because you want to leave ASU. She she mentored these women. She br- built a program up. She had Sydney Sanders commit in the eighth grade. Like, and, and it's all gone. It's all gone because of one person. I, I just, I mean, I mean, she's 44 years old. Um, we know what the SEC pays coaches um, in comparison to a lot of other conferences, a lot of other programs. Um, we have talked on the show previously about how deserving Trisha Ford is of a raise. Um, I have spoke to, to multiple people inside of the program in the athletic department within the last hour. Um, some not even – they can't confirm the report because they quite literally didn't know – that it was happening. So this is very fluid. This is something that has literally shocked people within the program because it is kind of out of nowhere. Um, but I, I just want to put it into comparison. The SEC is willing to pay coaches what they deserve, yeah. right? My previous experience, I bring it up. We bring it up jokingly about Notre Dame, Brian Kelly, whatever. Brian Kelly changed Notre Dame football. Trisha Ford has changed ASU softball. And guess what? Because of that, just like Brian Kelly did, she is going to get a bag from SEC. Yeah. I would not be shocked if she is the highest paid so, softball coach in the SEC. So here, here are the numbers. Joe Evans coached of AM last year, um, $312,000 um, in 2020. Uh, Trisha Ford made 217000 this year. Yeah. Uh, so you put that in comparison. Those are base salaries. Those are Those are without bonuses. So – you think of making the Women's College World Series. You think of all the things that she's going to do great with that program because, of course, and David brings up a good point, she's literally going to a lesser conference. The Pac-12 is a better conference. Yeah. She's just getting the bag that she deserves. And 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 to leave this, like, Irish goodbye-like has to make you think, like, did she just – like, there, she, she probably just knew. Like, I'm not going to get paid here. They don't give a shit about me. Yeah. 
it very much feels like she I, I mean like i don't think she necessarily wanted to leave asu right? like i think no. she liked it here i think it was very much to me it seems like the kind of thing where you hear where they're like i mean i'll go if you pay me this much yeah and then they were Brian like Kelly? oh we'll pay you that much and she's <laughs> like oh well shit i guess i'm moving to college station now um but i mean it goes back to what they pay coaches what they deserve the sec cares about winning in whatever sport it is they care they don't really care at ASU. And you can get into a conversation if you want about whether or not that's what a school should be focusing on. If Because Michael Crow, I feel like, has made it very clear, and I'll get into that in a second, but he's made it very clear <laughs> that he doesn't really care all that much about winning as he does as much as he does innova- innovation academically and stuff like that, which is fair, whatever. But the <laughs> SEC clearly cares about winning. And when you think about you look at what Oklahoma yeah. did today, right, they, they embarrassed – UCLA, they embarrassed a Pac-12 team nonetheless. Oklahoma is going to the SEC. Like AM is in a situation where, like, if they want if we want to win, we need the best in every and they way. saw that. They saw and they that. saw that. And and so enter Trisha Ford. Um, to what I wanted to to what I really like my initial thought when I saw this is like I said, Michael Crow just really doesn't give a shit. Like people are gonna want to blame Ray, and he deserves some blame, right? He's the athletic director. But at the end of the day, the one that gives him his money and ultimately decides how much he wants to spend on the athletic programs is Michael Crow. And he just does not give a shit about this softball team or really anything other than athletics in general, man. Athletics I mean, yeah. Because softball, right? Softball we've talked about again. If you're new to the show, if, if you're joining us right now, um, ASU softball coach Trisha Ford reportedly leaving to become the next softball coach at Texas A&M. Um, just an absolute giant blow to the program. But they don't care. It, it's it, your number one sport outside of triathlon, right? We, t- we talk about triathlon. We give them their flowers. ASU softball, a, a big sport relative to to winning around here and in, in the Pac-12, Right. A historic season. You have the Pac-12 Coach of the Year. You have the you won the Pac-12. You have the Pac-12 Freshman of the Year. You have a first team All-American. You have a second team All-American, and you're getting the majority of this team back next year. A team that, like, quite literally, could have now. Now we have we don't even get me started on what that could be next year because we may see the Renaissance, not not the Renaissance, but the the. Exodus, Exodus, like we saw from ASU football to ASU softball. I would not be shocked if you start seeing those goodbyes and transfer portal announcements in the coming week. Who, when we started talking about this softball team before the season started, we talked to Maddie Hackbarth, and what was her whole story is Trisha Ford was so important to me that I left my school and came to Tempe to stay playing for her. Yeah, you talked about Sydney Sanders who committed to this team in the eighth grade you talk hey, with the, all the women that we've talked to jazz they're committed Hill. to sydney not the program or they're committed to, to trisha to coach fort yeah a hundred percent and i mean some of them i'm sure have like jazz for example entering her senior year at asu it's probably harder for her to to want to make that decision like that but you look at someone like sydney sanders who's to say that she doesn't want to follow coach ford right so that's my concern is that that's we're just going to start seeing now. What football, what we saw with football and just a hemorrhaging uh, it's, of it's, the talent. It's not even just football, though. Like, we've talked about it. We've talked about football. Jade Daniels, all these guys want to go get their NIL, go get the bag. But guess what? It, it's one thing if we're just talking about football, right? 
but it's not. We talked about basketball. Exactly. They lost their best player from last year, Jalen Grant, yep. right? We're talking about now in basketball, lost Jay Heat. Baseball, their season wrapped up a week and a half ago. They've already got four or five guys, two just today, that have announced that they're entering the transfer portal. And now you've got softball, which was your your lifeblood at this point of like your future, right? This is we have something to look forward to as Arizona State fans. Now what? Because I guarantee you, if Sid walks, she will not be the only one. No, she will no. not be the only one to walk. And no. I'm seeing a lot of this in the chat. SEC schools pay more. Blah blah. blah. Sure, well, that's 100 true. I mean, this is not new, as Joe says. But at the same time. You don't pay softball coaches as much as you pay other coaches. Yeah. Uh, and when you have somebody so special like this, you do everything in your power to keep them. I don't care what conference you're in. This is yeah. something that you could reach into your pockets for. This is not out of the question. And and, and again, it just keep it gets me going back to the fact that it was so abrupt. And I know yeah. it was probably just a leaked source and whatever, and she didn't want it to happen like this. But still, like it, it just gets me thinking that this was – this was coming. Like, this was yeah. coming. Yeah. And I mean, no, maybe this is not necessarily like not paying softball coaches, right? Specifically might not be an, uh, an ASU problem. It might be a conference problem, whatever. Yeah. But it goes back to kind of what we were saying. If this is happening in a vacuum, it hurts, but it is what it is. But when you put this together with what's happening, yes. we they, they lost their basketball coach, which is obviously different. CTT retired and rightfully so. So you deserve that. But you yeah, look at what's happening with football. Yeah, but you look about what happened with football. You look at what's happening, what happened with basketball. Obviously, they, it's a little different situation. They've gotten players to come here, um, but they lost who was set to be their best player next year, right? Like, this is – that that is an ASU problem. No other program in the Pac-12 is hemorrhaging coaching talent. And by, by virtue of that, athletic talent like ASU is. Um, I just – I don't know. It, it is. It's as much as I want to sit here and be positive. It's really hard to keep defending the athletic program in no. the certain in the state it's that a, they're making. They're making it impossible. Connor yeah. asking. So who's on the radar for ASU? I don't care right now because you I just don't lost even. the best situation <laughs> uh, you had. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, in in defense to to answer that question before we we really get too far into it. Uh, ASU softball is a storied program. So ASU saw, and given the roster that they have, um, this is unlike any of the other sports that lost people. Um, So you can imagine that this is going to be a highly sought after position, Um, but don't be surprised. I'm looking at the, the exact name um, right now, but, but don't be surprised if they hire from within, um, if they promote exactly Jeff Harger, um, I believe is the hitting coach for ASU softball. Um, he's an assistant coach. We've, we've seen what he's been able to do with the lineup that they have. Again, a lot of that has, you got to give credit to the talent of the team, um, the recruiting, but Harger, a guy who's been under Ford, clearly he's also got a relationship. We, we talked with Jazz, we talked with Sid um, about their relationship with Harger and how important he has been to them. Um, so this would be, if, if you want to keep your players, this is, in my mind, this is your best decision, right? Show people, show fans that you're about it, right? And again, we don't know what the conversation behind closed doors with Ray and Trisha is. Quite honestly, I'm not sure if that conversation has even been had. Going back to the whole Brian Kelly thing, my experience is Notre Dame get, didn't get an opportunity to rebuttal. 
Kelly just wanted out. He took his money, said sayonara. He felt his mm -hmm. time was up. Maybe that's the case here. Maybe Ford felt she did everything that she could do to accomplish at Arizona State. Now maybe the coaching the coaching search begins when this becomes official. And maybe maybe it is harder. Maybe it is other names. Um, but but again, right now, Shane, to your point, right now it's just kind of like a holy shit. Like ASU lost its best coach. Yeah, and Jacob's saying we got to start getting people to games. Maybe if people show support to the programs that aren't given any higher level, they'll eventually get the support they deserve. The support for the softball team is one of the best at ASU. Um, in football, I can understand why fans don't want to go to that basketball too sometimes. But it's also just a vicious cycle. You, if, if you can't be good, don't people don't want to go to the games. People don't want to go to the games. You can't be good, and you don't want to put effort into it. Yeah. At some point, you have to buckle down and figure out what your priorities are. And I feel like ASU just doesn't have any. They just don't know what they are or what they want. The you know where you could have got that mantra, salary? It, it, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. It, it, uh, until they're given fans a reason to feel confident. In their, this was the most confident I felt about an ASU sport in so long. And and yeah. and this is going to leave a wound that is fresh and large for a very long time for every you know sport. What, you know what I, what I would have loved to see? Um is and, and maybe this is me just reaching here and maybe it's still it's still too fresh still too new um but what i would have loved to seen have seen is we saw herm edwards and ray anderson out at club farrington for i believe it was the regional round um in support of asu softball right we are all very well aware of herm and how much money he makes and the argument that he should not have a job here etc if if he wanted to help his legacy in any sense, in, in reviving it, saving it. If he wanted to prove that he was a man of the people or a man for ASU, my first call, if I'm Ray, is to Herm. And I'm like, bro, I need your help. I've got your back, right? I'm making sure your ass has a job when you probably really shouldn't. Do me a solid and give Trisha Ford a call. Give Trisha hmm. Ford a call. And if I'm Herm, like you're making your bag, bro. Like, <laughs> here's a hundred grand you should stay, bro. Like, but the, like, and the thing is, is it shouldn't have job. to come to that. I know, and it shouldn't have to come to that, and it's not his job to do. But I'm saying, again, and I hate to spin it on Herm like it's his fault because yeah. this isn't Herm's fault. <laughs> no, Herm. But, like, you see where I'm coming from? Like, if you, if you want to save something, like, and you know, you know you're in the wrong, like, maybe this is yeah. where you start. But also, I think you're right, Totri. I think it's just... I don't think they had a chance. I think it was, I, I think they're probably, they probably saw this news like a lot of people did and probably just came upon them. And, and the, 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 like, there's no, there's not really much you can do because either she just got offered a lot of money and she didn't want to turn that down or she knew or a combination of both. And she just knew that they weren't going to be able to pay her that much. And whether that be a Pac-12 problem, an ASU problem, uh, whoever problem it's still a problem at, at the root and you and when you're losing consistently like this not just on the field but off the field with news like this i mean <laughs> yeah. once again it's just so asu and now you so gotta Arizona. look at recruits we've we've talked about the like jazz sid yanira alina like god knows what's going to be transpiring for them over the course of the next couple of days weeks again so a conversation we did not expect to have. Sean, you and I talked about this last week when Shane was off of 
ASU softball is not a program where people transfer out. We said, yeah. quote unquote, that is what I said yeah. because they have Trisha Ford. Now, guess what? Now, the one reason that people transfer into this program has got up and said, guess what? I've done all I can do here. Time to go. What the yeah. fuck does that do to the confidence of the girls? And now you've got a bunch of recruits. Not only do you have girls like Riley Valentine, you've got Yanira's little sister in Yanixa that can also follow suit. Like, if, if you're if you're Yanira, right, you're on your last year, assuming she comes back to ASU, Trisha Ford's gone. If you're not promoting harder, then what do you say? Yeah. Like, if, if, if she's playing the role of the big sister here, what, what do you tell your little sister? Yeah, I also just it, even if they don't, even if they do promote Harger, Trisha Ford's still same. gone. Yeah. yeah, like and even if the roster doesn't change, right? Even if no players leave, like one of the things we talked about at the end of the season with the loss of Loomis and the loss of Puck is well, is like yes, big losses, <laughs> right? But the consistency, the leadership that you still have yeah. from Coach Ford, that's a specific thing that we talked about, is that she provides a little consistency what are we doing? and leadership next year. That's <laughs> also gone. Losing again. It's, we lose in it's, the offseason, Shane. It's the, 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 the losing, losing Trisha Ford hurts, right? But this, it's, it's, it's not just that. Like no. losing CTT hurt. But that program was not in the position that softball's in, right? Like it's not like they're – getting better every year they're on the verge of breaking into the college world series like like asu basketball women's basketball is kind of middling right like it's not like they're not world leaders they're not asu softball losing you lose everything that you lost in ctt in a way in trisha ford and then some you lose the consistency you lose the leadership you lose the, the culture you lose all of that um and that's what the hurts coaching. the most we, is we just talk the, about the leadership but the coaching yeah. too yeah, well, yeah, that too. Like, like, obviously, Sydney Sanders is amazing. She doesn't become the best freshman in the country, one of the best freshmen in the country, and the best freshman in the conference without Trisha Ford, right? Like, so I don't know. I think I think it's really the the, the questions, right? Wondering how far this program might fall now is what makes this so difficult. It's just it's it's the the confusion that comes with it. Um, I'm just. Yeah, they won um, the Pac-12. They won the Pac-12, Pac-12 Coach of the Year. Uh, and again, man, it's it's just like we, we we talked when we were out at the games watching them, some of the coaching decisions that like at first we're like, okay, interesting that Ford's doing this or adjustments that we saw that she made that quite clearly paid off. But like those are things that you get from an experienced coach, right? She's been coaching since 2002 all over the country, right? She's been at Fresno State. She's been at ASU. Um, if everything I'm looking at is correct, she's only ever had two losing seasons coaching as a head coach, and those came in her first two years coaching. Other than that, she's I'm, never I'm had. I'm just going to start season. focusing on the times that she messed up, right? Like, why did she play uh, Miley McLemore <laughs> in against Danielle Williams when Daniel when Danielle Williams was the but best pitcher that this man. team has seen? Like, no, I know. It's like it's, there's the so few times to focus on, even if you wanted to. Literally, what was their <laughs> final record this year? 43 and something like 43 and 10, 43 and 11, maybe if you count the super regional losses, like you, you just can't. And again, you, the biggest loss, like people are going to leave whatever, but the biggest loss is going to be five years from now when all of these other schools, SEC schools are getting recruits that Trisha Ford could have brought 
here, right? Because we saw the stars that she has brought to Tempe. She's brought stars, quite literally all Americans as freshmen. And, and those yeah. are players that don't come here without Trisha Ford. And and another thing that I, I just thought about is like next year, the p- conference looks different. Like they have a Pac-12 tournament next year. The leadership that a coach like Coach Ford can provide Stop. in a situation like that. Stop it. Like, Stop. I mean, like now that's gone too. So it's just. Hey, positivity, guys? Anything? No, dude. I'm at, fuck it. There is no hey, positivity. Hey, I, have I got something. Positive for you. We won some what bets tonight. We won some bets we on did. the Avalanche. Hey, go abs, baby. Go abs. Don't want to talk about that. <laughs> here's here's some actual maybe something. Um, U of A, they replaced their legendary coach a while ago. Uh, we'll get to that too. But um, in softball, Caitlin Lowe came in, took them to the Women's College World Series first year. Yeah. She was yeah. a former player. Um, but maybe there's something instilled – it, it, the only thing, though, that's so different Maddie from any Hack program coach? is is how many times Wait a you minute. heard. Stop it. What, how many times? You... Stop it. Hey, how wait, many times? Oh, oh. Guys, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> how many times you heard about what she did for them as people? Yeah. And it was so CTT-esque. Yeah. And that the, that's not something you just instill in someone. I'm sure that Jeff can can bring some of the same qualities, but – Again, you don't often get coaches that will recruit you since the eighth grade, um, yeah. and that just scares the shit out of me. I did. Yeah. Uh, it, it just sucks. It just really, really, really sucks. Conference well, of Champions. No, yes. Connor has it right. Get this team a video board and the culture. Changes. Oh my gosh! Stop it, Connor. <laughs> you don't know what you've done. Sean has been talking about this for a while. Um, Shane, you bring up a good point of the. She's recruiting players. Again, we go back to Sid where she recruited her back in the eighth grade. How many Sid Sanders do we not even know about that she has been recruiting Dude, that long you, now? This is so that are not going to come here anymore. This. That are not going to – I guarantee you they, they don't come here anymore. Like that's just, that's just not how it is because you don't commit to these programs. You commit to a woman like Trisha Ford who, as Sid has said, as Jazz has said, as Alina has said, was a, like a mother to them. Yeah. I mean, Here's, listen – I think, as I said, the uncertainty of all this is is tough. But with the uncertainty of it comes the possibility that it stays good, right? You look, and I, I know I bring this up a lot, but U of A men's basketball, right? They went through something very difficult that 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 harp, or torpedoes a lot of programs, right? And they lost their coach who had, had created that program or had built that program to what it was. They lost that, and they got better. Like and not to say that we're just, they're just gonna get better overnight with a different head coach, right? But if 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 Ray manages to do this correctly, because he, it, I know we like to focus on the Herm hire, he's Bro. made some good hires, Bro. right? Yeah, Trisha if Ford he, was one of them. Yeah, exactly. He, if he manages to do this correctly and gets a player, or gets a coach that the players that are currently on this roster and some of the recruits can get can rock with then maybe they can have a little bit of continuity. So, yeah, it, obviously the gut reaction is to be negative, but it's, the like I said, uncertainty means that things can be good too, right? Yeah. It's just I mean, it's just tough no, not knowing. No, they can't. I think. It's, it, it's tough to see. Stop it. It's tough to see right now. And, again, we make jokes about it, but, like, again, I just want to equate this to, to experience that I've got dealing with a coaching situation similar to this where a big-time coach leaves. Uh, the the reason that 
Notre Dame back when Brian Kelly left and they made the hire with Marcus Freeman was so strong. The reason that Notre Dame has the number one recruiting class in football in 2023 and was able to keep so many recruits in 2022 is because the players were very vocal when Brian Kelly left of who they wanted to see. Jack Swarbrick, the athletic director at Notre Dame, a phenomenal athletic director, came to the team captains, which, I again, I would love to see Ray do in this situation. 100%. Bring the team captains together, get their thoughts, because that's your heart and soul to the, the clubhouse right there. Right, You're not going to have a relationship as an athletic director with every single player on the team. You need to have a relationship with those captains during this time especially ones that are looking at one more year of eligibility left or a girl like Sid who does have a lot of time left, get that relationship and make it, I don't want to say make it a joint coaching search because it's, it's what you want, but get their input. Let them feel like they're hurt because they just quite literally lost someone who they've all called a mother to them. Let them sit in your office on them and just get their thoughts on the situation. Do they want to see Harger? Would they like the program to reach out? Would they want, maybe we joked about it, a former player like Hackbarth to come in and do something? Like, you, you never know. You, you never Loomis. know. As a coach, bro. Hey, why not? She was <laughs> if, just if, in the locker you, room. Exactly. Exactly what Connor says. Involve them in the hiring process. Yeah. It's something that Notre Dame did, and it's worked out very, very well with Marcus Freeman. And again, that gets not only the, the girls involved in it, but you're going to get the fan base involved in it too. Do right? you think he does that? Do. Fuck do you no, think I don't he... think he does that. But I think that's what he should do. If I was the athletic director, that's what I would do. But again, maybe I have – I don't know. I think that's the logical thing to do. But we'll see how big of a high horse Ray is sitting on right now um, and if he wants to make the right decision I, or if he wants to make the Ray decision. I would love hmm. to talk to some of these softball players, yeah. um, even just off the record, to hear – what this process is like in the next in the next month, just kind of hear what happened. And I want to know exactly if they heard anything. I'm sure Ford has reached out to all of them. But I want to know if they've heard anything from the athletic department, if they have gotten any type of support or it's just a waiting game because, man, that hurts. Um, but question, if ASU wins that Super Regional – yeah. Do you think there's any chance that she would have stayed going through that experience, going to the Women's College World Series, even if they got pummeled by Oklahoma? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I think if, if if that kind of time – obviously it's a big difference, like being in the Women's College World Series versus not. But I think if, if literally one game is the difference, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just don't really see it. I think she was probably – I don't know. Like, I, I, I think we'll probably learn more in the coming days. Obviously, don't know what this process was like, how she came to this decision. But if she was thinking about, um, if she was thinking about leaving, I don't think that anything short of probably winning the College World Series would have changed that. I don't even think that would have changed because she's been to the Women's College World Series. She's coached an Arizona State team, yep. like yeah. to to a Women's College World Series with a phenomenal team. I think she knew. She quite literally accomplished everything she could do in the Pac-12 this year, right? We, we we didn't really touch on it today, but UCLA, yes, they got embarrassed in game two against Oklahoma, but they handed Oklahoma their third loss of the season this year, okay, in Oklahoma City in the Women's College World Series semifinals. ASU swept that UCLA team. Yeah. Like, or did they lose one? Regardless, they won that series. They okay? lost one, yeah. They lost one. They swept U of A. They swept Oregon State. They did quite literally everything they could in the Pac-12 this year. I think she 
I think she's a very smart woman. And I think she understood that at this point, she may have peaked at this specific program. Because again, the SEC is in a completely different beast in sports just in general. And I think she realizes that. She's a young woman. She's 44 years old. And she's going to go make a lot more money turning around a program than she did here. And I think there was an athletic director and I think there was a university president at Texas A&M that proved to her that they would value her. And I don't think she necessarily felt that or got that here because if you feel supported and if you feel loved by a program and you feel like you're getting your worth, which again, I do not think she was getting. And we talked about very early on in the season that Mm -hmm. Trisha was not getting her worth. Um, then I think you stay, right? Why would you leave a place you are happy, right? That's what it always comes down to for me when it comes to coaching. You can talk about money. You could talk about championships. But the the very thing that we place so much importance in, not just in sports but in life, is a happy situation. Yeah. You don't leave somewhere if you are happy. And that, that's, I don't care that, how much more money. That's why I understand your SEC arguments and paying and everything. But at the end of the day, you can only really look at a couple people here, and it's the head of, head of ASU. It's just yeah. like you, you should have done better to to keep this type of talent around. And I think, as Josh said at the top of the show, uh, turn me all the way down. Yeah, we inside. Yeah. We inside. Connor, I, I saw Connor had a question in there. I wanted to get to it, uh, but I, I, didn't, I didn't see it. Uh, now with the news, how quick does ASU react to hiring a new coach? You got to think fans momentum. Um, to to you, answer I that question, I think you got to go fast, but again yeah. – uh, this I can't imagine will be official from the program until tomorrow. Uh, when that is official and whatever, I think again, I don't know how Ray's going to handle this, uh, but I, I can't imagine that you are going to want to make your decision within by the end of the month uh, because again, you are in the best conference in terms of softball, UCLA. Oregon State, Arizona, Oregon, they're all watching. They are all fucking licking their lips and smiling at the fact that Ray just botched this this, this coach, man. Because quite literally, she could have gone down, if she's not already, as the greatest ASU softball coach to Rome Tempe. Yeah. So (laughs) it's tough. It is what it is at this point. Um Again, if you're just joining us for the tail end of this, uh, we're on an emergency pod because of a report by rounding third base softball um, that Trisha Ford is leaving Arizona State softball to become the next head softball coach at Texas A&M. Several people confirming that that report is true. (laughs) Sean, it's it's Um, A&M. Come on. They're weirdos. (laughs) Texas A&M Aggies are weirdos. That place is a cult. They suck. No one wants to live in College Station. Except for Trisha Ford. And she deserves only... to do whatever she wants because she was fantastic this year. Yeah, a couple no, of closing, a couple uh, yeah. closing points. Hats off um, one thing I do want to say is this hurts a lot. But if – and I know what's so scary is the opportunity that presents people leaving and players leaving this program. But if this team stays together, I have full confidence in them that they will be able to make another run like this. Yeah, uh, it's just a matter of if, and I, and I think we need to give a lot of credit also to what this team has been able to do. And one quick thing as well, please, for the love of God, stay at ASU, please, 
please, is this your pitch? Please, <laughs> yes, please. Everyone oh my from, goodness! From Unixa and Riley to Jazz, Sydney, Mac, all of you. Just yeah, for it's us. not just again. It's it's like Sean, like Shane said, stay. But like you guys said, we are not talking about the future of two, three years now. The championship window, we are looking far past that. Now you're looking at girls that would have been here five, seven, eight, ten years from now um, that are just simply going to be out-recruited. So it's tough. It is what it is. Shane, any final thoughts before I do this this lovely ad read that we've got? Sean, any final thoughts on this heartbreak on a Monday evening? I'm sure I'll have more after I sleep on it, but yeah. Unlucky. I I got got just about everything off my chest. (sighs) Unlucky. Well, on that note, Sean did mention earlier that uh, we did win some coin on that Avalanche Edmonton Oilers game. Um, And it was a hell of a hockey game if you missed it. Um, And we bet on the download, or we bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. And guess what? Right now you can make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals and get $150 in free bets instantly. The NBA Finals Game 3, Boston Celtics, Golden State Warriors. Um, we, we've got Wednesday. The series is tied up at one apiece. This Game 3 is headed to Boston, so it should be a good one. Uh, that's promo code PHNX, only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Um We've got 21 plus there's an only gambling problem call one hundred step. New customers only a minimum of a five dollar deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. Um, and go check out the show notes for even more details. Um, depending on where you are placing your bet and where you are using your promo code. Um, but for now, guys, we appreciate you tuning in to this emergency podcast. Um it's it's yeah, it hurts. Uh, but if you and enjoy the next the thing content, we get to watch is ASU football. <laughs> cannot if wait. You, if you enjoy the content um, that we provide for you here um, at PHNX underscore Sun Devils, head over to our social. Give us a follow. Um, we really appreciate it. Again, at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Shane at Shane Deef. You can follow Sean DePaz at Sean underscore DePaz. <laughs> As always, as always, I just hit a bet on I just hit a bet on DraftKings and it doesn't feel the same. No, it doesn't. Not at all. This actually. Let me end the show with this. We inside the bathtub in the fetal position, crying. (laughs) David says, "Thank you, David. Thank you." I do sit down in the bathtub when I'm showering sometimes when I'm sad, and tonight will be one of those nights. Yeah, 100%. This will be our Tuesday episode. So This will be our last yes. show ever. <laughs> we are you also will, going uh, to Texas A&M. <laughs> <laughs> we will be live on Wednesday um, after we take a day to process all of this information. <laughs> um, but for now, 